Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl BD. It's Florence the fiance. And we're back. We're back. It's episode two. Episode two. I, I mean of the House of Hammer. Yeah. This whole documentary could have been I don't know what it could have been, but it just <laughs> this wasn't, meeting could have been an email. <laughs> yeah, literally. It just wasn't given what it was supposed to have gave. Like I just yeah. Okay, yeah. let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. So basically we left the last episode where Ju- we learned that Julian Hammer had killed someone and he'd shot his friend. Basically, that's the person. And we get this story about how Julian's friend comes to the house and they start arguing and it's over a gambling debt. I think Julian owned the money owed the money. Julian Did he? No, I don't know the other guy Julian. owed him. I wasn't sure. I, I, I think don't the other think guy it owed it. it was like four hundred dollars, which sounds like nothing, but back then I think it's probably a lot more than four hundred dollars. Julian didn't need that money. Yeah, and also it's not enough. Like, what amount of money is enough to be shooting oh, yeah, people on sight? I mean, I guess because if you shoot that for a millionaire, you're going to get get it back. But yeah. So basically, um, they get into an argument, and as we've already like discussed, Julian's like mo was to pick up his gun when he felt intimidated 100%. or he was angry so he grabbed the glock it was not glock not the a glock. he was had a shotgun actually that was his yeah. device yeah. of choice weapon of choice so he grabbed that and he shot his friend and it was all over the news um and uh, armand gets a call. and he dies right the guy dies yeah yeah, yeah. the guy dies so armand gets a call and he basically sends fifty thousand dollars in cash hmm. and imagine in how ca- much that is now because I was fifty thousand dollars then. Just, I've always wanted to just have a large sum of money, put it on a bed, and roll around naked. Yeah, yeah. amen. See, that's a, that's a fantasy that's acceptable. Exactly. Wanting to rape someone that is not an acceptable fantasy. No, that okay. is not acceptable. So um, they send this money to the lawyer, and basically, like Julian just gets off scot free. Like nothing like, happens. Like nothing happens. Like I don't know what level of bribery and that is bribery and corruption. Like because that, how do you spin the it? Because there's one boss... thing to be, there's <laughs> one thing to be bribed, yeah. But then when everyone knows that he's killed, and it's one thing to be corrupted. How, right? How do you? How can you justify then not prosecuting without exposing the fact that you were bribed? Bro. So it was self-defense. They said, but like, okay, yeah, no comment. So we learned that this whole family is just doing illegal shit. Julian is literally like illegally recording conversations his father is having with really, really like big people. Um, like there was one that was like the president of like was it Venezuela? There was one where it was like, I think it was the president of Venezuela. Oh yeah, that he bribed. Yeah, and then he has recordings because basically it's like cool. I've got these illegal recordings. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, if you try any shit, I'm exactly. gonna pull out these recordings. It's like I always have leverage. Bro, like just evil. So um, we also learned that Armand had a dark history. Um, his dad, Julius um, Armand, sorry, his dad, Julius Hammer, was an agent for the KGB and a communist. And it's like, obviously, I know the KGB exists and so did communism and all of that. But it's just like, whenever I think of this, I just think of Archer and like all these KGB <laughs> agents. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, this isn't even real. This is the cartoon. This isn't even real. Y'all are, y'all are just cracking jokes. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. Um... And basically, he was funneling money for Russians. He was feeding information to the Russians as well. Um, and he was, like, trying to perpetrate, like, communist, like... That's crazy. ...ideology in this world. How wild. could every generation thus far, like, as far as the eye can see, yeah, as far as we can go back... Dodgy There's been hell. some bullshit. But it's just weird to me that with this history, Armand was allowed to prosper. But to be honest, I think the backbone of America is just corruption and money. Like, they don't care about, like, your morals or this or that. It's just, do you mm. have money? Cool. Like, let's get it cracking. It wasn't even right. their land, really, when they came here. So okay, that's well, the very that's beginning. Whole other I say thing. here, there. <laughs> that's even a whole other podcast episode. Mm-hmm. So, um... When our man came to the USA, so we remember we talked about him having three wives, like yeah. in total. And so then the first, mistress, he was two women, and the mistress, same woman. That was two, <laughs> two and one. Um, two for the so, price of one, one for the price of two. <laughs> so his first wife, Olga, was Russian. And that's the father of Julian. And basically, for a long time, our man was trying to distance himself from his kind of, that past like the russian past because he wanted to come to you to the u.s mm. make a lot of money 
um, be kind of just a, an all American rich yeah American guy. dream yeah so um, because he was trying to distance himself he also distanced himself from his son and this is where we start to see the issues Julian had with our man like the genesis of the issues yeah. um, there was a point where he asked for a paternity test um, it took him a really long time to bring Julian over also took him a long time to accept him like yeah. it was just weird because he wasn't in line with what our man wanted his life to look like yeah um, also, can we go back one second? Because they talk yeah. about how they named him Armand. And they say that basically uh, on the Soviet flag or some shit, like there's a symbol, which is the arm and hammer. Mm-hmm. And so they named him Armand, as in arm and, and then his surname is Hammer. And I said, wait a damn minute. Why would you do that? Here's me thinking Armand is some like, some like, you know. I thought it was like an, old, a Russian old kind of name. And it's just honestly like names are made up. So when people would like shame people for having whatever names, yeah. I mean, I'm guilty too. A name is just a, a series of letters put together by someone, yeah. If enough people have that name, if it becomes common enough, it's going to seem normal. Because our man's man in their family. And they have if, two of them. If um, Army Hammer names his kid Armand, if, if, then it's this then is now just three. And then and someone then, now he's a celebrity. Someone might see Armand, and now their son is called Armand, not okay. knowing that it's literally just arm and hammer, like yeah. the toothpaste. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, do you? But boy, do better. So there's just a lot of messed up stuff going on in this family. Casey says that one day when she went back to her to visit her dad, which again we'll come back to this. Okay, mm-hmm. so Casey says when she goes back to visit her dad, she sees. Um, her dad which is Julian offer her brother Michael who is Army's dad so hopefully yeah, you follow you with us yeah you with us cool um, so witnessed her dad offer her brother a million dollars for his girlfriend and then it erupts into a fight Can and then conveniently imagine? the girlfriend goes back with Julian but under the guise of like wanting to calm him yeah. down she said why am I going to be with you and I can go to the source of the money as in but also, even think about the age her. difference it's just very much like okay this is actually a bit disgusting yeah and yeah, to pay, right. you're like offering just like it's nothing sacred. Yeah, it's nothing sacred. Uh, sorry, guys, if you can hear typing, I am recording in the office and my mom is typing. So, yeah, that's fine. They've been here long enough. They're used to this. <laughs> so Michael gets hired at Oxy, Oxy Colden, <laughs> um, and sees this is this as an opportunity to kind of like stick it to his dad, like Sally Stickwell. <laughs> Stick it to the voice. <laughs> oh, is that Arrested Development? Every, yeah, everything leads back it's to the office. It's like Arrested Development is this, but like comedic side. And then Succession yeah. is this, but like for real, for real. For, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, like he wants to stick it to his dad. So basically he's like, bro, I'm going to like be everything you're not. And yeah. grandpa and, like, is going to love me. Grandpa fucks and, with me. He doesn't fuck yeah, with you. Exactly. So I'm going to be his bestie. He's going to love me. Okay. And you and you and you. Yeah, you're going to yeah. love me. Yeah. So, um, I love that dream girls. Yeah. yeah um, I did it so thanks. And, um, <laughs> so Michael is kind of seen as the chosen one, which is actually crazy. Like you, you have a kid, but for your, for your, for you to bypass the child yeah. and then choose their child. And then the nah, reason that hard. you bypass that child is because they're half Russian, but you laid down with the Russian woman to, to make, to maybe. make him. So what but then also, also at the same time though, I also feel like just Julian was not a serious candidate in any shape of the Oh, yeah, 100%. But, but I do think that, like, had his childhood been better, like, kids yeah, can he feel a rejection. Have, so it's yeah. like, obviously, he didn't feel... And I'm not even excusing his behaviour, absolutely not. But, like, it makes sense why he doesn't fuck with his dad and his dad... His yeah. dad didn't fuck with him, so now he doesn't fuck with his dad. Yeah, and then... And Michael was just a way to be like, oh, yay, so happy that, like, I have some, a man I can actually give, like, past the... Um, yeah. An air, a male heir that I can pass... That I can pass everything down to. to. Yeah. He was, like, the only option. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Casey actually does say that her family was like succession. Like she couldn't even finish the show because it was just like, yeah, this is what my family triggering. It's like everybody like brown nosing each other, but they all hate each other. She's like, I know what happens. I don't need to watch this. I'm leaving. I know how it ends. Yeah. So Michael meets Drew, who's Army's mother, Mm. and she's like deeply religious and wealthy. So for Armand, this is like what he's always wanted. Like also, he spells Drew like Drew Hill. Yeah. 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 Which is weird. Like that. Come on. Yeah, it's a bit ghetto. Like, not ghetto, but it's a bit, you know. A bit flavour. Yeah. Black. Bit spice. Q-U-E. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, um, she's deeply religious. She's wealthy. And this is everything our man wanted. Like, this is his dream. And religious is in Christian. Yes. And bearing in mind, the Hammers have been Jewish. Like, uh, um, I think Armand and all them lots were Jewish. Jewish, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So Armand dies, basically. And like, he's still on his deathbed. <laughs> the way he dropped it. <laughs> because let's like wrap it up then. Um, also, no, but, but back to um, Michael and Drew. He's cheating. He's been cheating on her. Stay cheating on her. He's just been cheating. Even before yeah, they get married. That's saying, his fiance. Like, people yeah. are like, oh, but haven't you got a fiance? And he's like, yeah, she's just not coming out tonight. But he's yeah. out here cheating. He's out and here, Army's yeah. born and he's just mad spoiled. Yeah. Um, and so like, Armand dies. And then yeah, he's Michael's 92. Lo- Why did the evil live for so long? I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know. But Michael is looting the house whilst his granddad's body is still on the bed. <laughs> like, no, like literally, has his, guys. Literally, no, literally, has his spirit even fully, like, left the body? Like, He's up there looting. watching. It's actually insane. It's like, egregious is what it is. Nah, that is scary. But what more could you ever know to know? Like, what more could you need to know that you were never loved? You were just seen as, like, a means to an end for people to yeah. be looting when you are literally like your as your in spirit him and has you with the vans literally only like up onto your waist has your death downloaded you're like, still warm rigor mortis hasn't still, even kicked in yet right from legs down you're still warm and they are looting <laughs> crazy um so it's it gets time to read the will and casey says she comes back for the will reading so it's her drew michael her dad and basically um when the will gets read, over ninety percent of the will is of of um, Armand's like shares, properties, whatever gets left to Michael, um, and then his dad gets like five hundred thousand, and Drew gets like two hundred fifty thousand. No, Casey, Casey gets so 250 Casey K. gets two fifty k, and then Drew and Michael get everything else. Yeah, and then we learned that um, Armand only had like forty million dollars because he'd given away a lot of his money, but they don't like stipulate like how he's given where, away where it went because they yeah. thought he was a billionaire, but they only yeah. I say only guys only this only is relative, please. There's mm-hmm. only forty million left, and so like. I'm a broke bitch, yeah. So to me, if someone left me two hundred fifty thousand, I said, "Great, maybe oh, I can buy. Cash down property. Maybe I can buy a one-bedroom apartment on the Zone Eight of London, yeah." But that's amazing compared to forty million. They're like knowing what you could have gotten, and the life yeah. you've been living. What's two hundred fifty thousand? Like, what is that? Like, why did you bother? Yeah, like. But if it was me, any of my ancestors, if you're planning to die, two fifty k, just fine for me. Thank you. Oh man, forget it. I was watching this movie yesterday. And the woman dies and her husband had been dead already. So her son dies, she dies and like husband's dead and he left some money for the son. So like my takeaway after was like, I was like to my mom, so where's that money going to go? Like after all was oh, so everyone discovered- had died. Everyone had died. And there was, was no, like, oh, no successes. No, success- no, it wasn't like a lot of, I don't know if it was a lot of money, but whatever it was. Yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And literally she was like, nah, like they'll try and find like the next relative. If mm. not, then you just like, it goes to the crown. The crown. Uh, let me not say what I want to say before yeah, they deport me. Honestly. But we hmm. here. We here. We see each other. <laughs> we see each other. <laughs> I just, and the thing is, because I'm Nigerian and like I'm not like, like I guess not not from, not from this country, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah. my ancestors and whatever are from yeah. like Nigeria and stuff like that. So I just think to myself, I'm never going to get that knock on the door. Like I remember watching Air Hunters or something like that. They would knock on people's doors and be like, oh yeah, your great, 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 great aunt Liz just died and she left you like yeah. 50,000 pounds. Yeah, like, that's never going to be my destiny. It's never going to be me. Yeah, it's a shame. But you know what? It could be your grandkids. I don't, let me, I can't emphasize how little fucks I give about what is going on with my grandkids. <laughs> what about me, nigga? Like, I so need I'm that money now. Life. Listen, I fought my way out the trenches. You fight your way out too. Okay, I have that. No, I want life to be pushy for them. (laughs) Every time I see your mum, I just want to cut my hair and go blonde again. That was a great era. That That is fifty. That's fifty plus auntie start pack said she went to an event and there were five of them like that i said yes you always know when the aunties have reached that stage and it's the they same start cutting kind the hair of and blonde as well okay it's exactly. like they didn't tone it they literally were just like blonde so if you want to join them if you like when you go to like party, like anyone's be, gonna be, you that be look, at okay. look at this beautiful skin <laughs> and so they check to see so they check to see when this will had been amended oh, and they yeah. realized it was like a month before Ammon had died and like michael was everything like gets the, changed to michael the witness or something like that so he orchestrated this but then does that mean because they didn't even go into what the will was like before maybe they didn't know they didn't have access to that information i'm sure he left more maybe he so i was thinking is it that michael was still the beneficiary and he finessed it so that he would get more or is it that uh julian was the beneficiary and then michael i think michael probably was but he 
finessed it to get more to get more so everyone else got less yeah but it's like and he said that Casey was just collateral damage and it's like that's your yeah, sister yeah that's your sister that's what I was thinking I was if like, I'm scheming if I'm gonna and screw, scamming screw I'm gonna parents, like make like, sure my sisters are good exactly my sister's eating like if I'm getting 90% of 40 million my sister is getting uh, like half of that do you know well I'm older you know how Nigerians do that thing so maybe we'll do 60-40 but like, my sister's getting a substantial amount of that she's money. gonna be alright she's gonna be she's all gonna right. be more than fine but for you to not even care about your sister but then again remember last episode we were talking about how Casey went with the mum and then Michael went with the dad they probably yeah, didn't so have a bond like that they weren't yeah. in the same household they weren't yeah. chilling he basically just fucked all of Casey's friends like it wasn't a thing where he where they were like boys it didn't seem like it anyway yeah so Courtney basically ends the episode saying Army talked a lot about the evilness of the men in his family dad his grandpa his great grandpa but he didn't sound like he was ashamed of it it's almost like it was badge of honor and then basically like there's this bit where she says when she goes to meet her mom like the mom was saying some stuff about like um, Army's dad and then it's like dun, 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 what's the stuff because it kind of alludes to like sexual assault mm. so that's the end of that episode yeah the, but pro- not the, the producer asked her like oh did your dad sexually assault you and then like she's just looking at the camera yeah, Casey, like that. yeah. so that's the end of that ca- uh, episode but not the end of our episode oh, dun, dun, dun. so it starts with Casey again and basically she's saying it's her called w- follow the money episode three yeah so basically her friend is saying to her that you know you need to be safe you're opening pandora's box like this is basically when she's agreed to the documentary like just watch where you're going look what she's talking to you yeah watch like she's following you beware and it's like be yeah aware. i get it but they're not like the yakuza like listen you don't actually know and this is the thing i guess i don't have enough if, money to know yeah because what if yeah so Kay's, Courtney's back and she's talking about her trauma from being with Army and she reads an excerpt from her journal when she's on her way to rehab after like she's broken up with Army. And it's really sad. And she says, It's 2.25 on the flight to rehab. Not sure why the fuck I'm going here. All I know is I don't give a fuck what happens to me. I don't want to die, I don't think, but I'm not trying not to. I don't see a way out of this one. I surrendered to him 100%. Gave him anything good I had left. What in the fuck is wrong with you? He used me in every way humanly possible for months and I fucking let him. I feel absolutely numb and small and disgusting and ugly. And that's crazy. I feel like there's more to this than she obviously, which obviously we know there's more to it than she told us, but yeah, I definitely feel like there's a lot more than yeah, she was. Yeah, I think she her coming out and talking and talking for the documentary is like a big step i think she was also kind of like i'm gonna do this as as far as i'm comfortable like i'm setting my boundaries even with you guys the producers so i'm gonna give what i'm okay to give which i think is is a smart thing to do yeah especially in a situation like this yeah so while she's in rehab she learns that army has a new girlfriend and when she looks her up she's quite young and can see she has bruises and the girl does like her pictures in this like weird like tumblr like this is so cute bruises kind of way so she's basically thinking to herself this is like problematic because he's probably doing to her what he did to me i can recognize like the telltale signs so now we meet Paige, and she is said girlfriend and she says that army was charming and all-consuming like from the beginning she was enamored and that's that love bombing again yeah that love bombing right he always had bdsm stuff and spoke a lot about cannibalism but she kind of just like shrugged it off which no don't like shrug it off yeah but then i think you just don't think anyone's serious you just think oh, okay weirdo like haha yeah. Do you know what i mean yeah i guess so. you don't actually think he means eating flesh yeah now we introduce um another talking head which i really like but i wish we had had her earlier because like at this point some people probably did not follow this through to this do- like part of the documentary but we meet Dam damiana so we meet damiana chi and her lower third is bdms her lower third is BDSM educator. And she basically says that Army specifically chose these kind of people yep. who didn't have experience with BDSM mm-hmm. because he wanted to prey on them. And because they don't understand the space, mm-hmm. they don't understand what he's doing is wrong. Yeah. That in like these BDSM like relationships, safety and trust is like Paramount, pivotal. Yeah. Um both people Paramount both parties have to be consenting and happy and okay with what's going yeah, on at all or times. it's not right yeah, yeah and it's not bdsm exactly and Paige literally says that there was this time where he 
said to her, oh, where should I carve your initials? Like, she was tied up. And he carved her initials into her and licked the blood. And, like, Damiana is like, this is wrong. Like, it's yeah. not, oh, can I do this? He's saying he's going to do it, and he mm-hmm. proceeds to do it. Um, So we meet, like, one of Army's talking... Sorry, one of Army's ex-co-workers. And he decides to be anonymous, which yeah. I understand, but it's like, at this point, anything you say, I doubt you're going to be the one in trouble for it. Like, it would be Army but I guess he just doesn't want any of Ami's fans. It's basically, yeah, it's like he, he doesn't understand. They call them the Charmies, which is like... We're getting there. That I, I had like, a whole bit on that. Fam. So um, he's talking, he says that he wasn't surprised by any of the allegations. Like when he was working with Ami, um, he experienced him being extremely aggressive and belittling him as an employee. So I get the impression that he's one of like the runners on like a film yeah, set or, or like something. Yeah, like an assistant or something. Yeah. So um, he asked him to go to the airport and hold up a sign that said the anti-guy, the anti-gay F word, unless he'd be fired, which obviously the guy's like, no, I'm not going to do this. Like, yeah. I've got kids. I'm like, I'm not down to do that. Bro, like, it's just like, even me, I'm, I'm a nobody, but I would not go out as what any kind of thing, like, and ha- hold a sign like that. Like, what exactly. are you actually doing? For it's what? crazy. So... Um, there was another occasion where in the, he said 10 a.m. on a work day they were in a strip club. How much more cock in hand could you be? But but then also not even cock in hand. You're unemployed. Don't you have a script to learn? Fam. Don't you have like scenes to go over? I Fam. don't understand. Fam. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Don't you have to recover from the long day of work you had before? Fam. So he don't you have kids? Like don't you have a house to clean? Don't you have lunches okay. to make? I don't understand. <laughs> It's crazy. So he forces him to get a lap dance at a strip club and like he's just lording his position over him and yeah. then after that he's driving really fast. Just really reckless and unsafe things weird. and not respecting people's boundaries. Exactly. And that's the common thread here. Yeah, literally. So back to Michael Hammer now and Casey's basically saying Michael and Drew took complete control of Armand's estate um, and a huge amount of money and they used this money to fund Christian causes. This part was... I guess just it shows you the psyche because basically at Armin's funeral, Drew's dad stood up and was like, oh, um, and there were rabbis and everyone there. And he was like, oh, like um, apparently on his deathbed, Armin like said, I like believe in Jesus Christ. And those words alone made him Christian. So yeah. we want Christian rights at the funeral. And it's like, bro, who are you? And also they were like, he had, a, was it a, a, bat, a bar mitzvah? A bat mitzvah. Yeah. Scheduled for the mitzvah. Scheduled day. for... No, which one is the male one? Bar mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. He had a bar mitzvah scheduled for um the next the week two weeks I think before he um after he died before yeah two weeks after he died yeah he was meant to have the the bar mitzvah and then he died yeah but and it's crazy like why was his bar mitzvah so that's late? why I don't know I don't know I don't know but you know when you get closer to your deathbed you become more religious so maybe yeah, but he you was just cha- you just change religion like oh clearly. no obviously the changing was a. a a lie. Oh, probably. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The what change, I'm saying is, why was his bar, his why own bar mitzvah yeah. so late? But I guess I don't it was know. So... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you have. Yeah, I don't know enough to even comment. But yeah, like I think that Michael is like this. And then when you go back and remember that a month before he died, the will was changed. It's like this whole thing was orchestrated. Yeah, God is not going to let you into heaven after all of this. You know, bro. You shout Jesus from the rooftops, bro. And Michael starts taking on this ultra religious persona, like this wholesome family man, super religious, whatever. I'm a family man. And we learned that like he has this sex throne with a meat hook. (laughs) This bit was so random. It was so random. They go into great detail about this throne. It's just sensational because what did this add to because we know that he's depraved. We know that already. What did this add to 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 nothing? Nothing. Did he even have a picture of the throne? Nothing. Okay, so this description they've given us meant nothing. So after Armand's death, Julian gives um, so that journalist that followed Armand around during his life remember oh, we talked about one yeah Edmund the journalist um, and he gives him some personal documents to expose him and from this we learn that basically what we kind of already know Armand was a master of bribery which is how he built his company um, he, was, he was also part of like the whole Watergate scandal he hid illegal campaign contributions um, which led him to pleading to a misdemeanor so obviously because he's like obviously pleaded guilty to this misdemeanor Mm -hmm. he then wants to kind of i guess sort out his image in the public so he becomes closer to prince andrew uh sorry 
Prince, not not the non-sweater. Um, <laughs> he he becomes closer to Prince Charles and Princess Diana. But leave Lady Di out of this. Leave my mum's bestie out of this. I don't yeah, like them bringing her up. Like She's leave her out of this. this. Nothing. No parts of this. Um, so he basically contributes to a lot of Charles's causes and all of this. And it's like, how much more contribution can that family need? Yeah, like is what tax is it money that you're not like, What are you saving for? Like for me, if you contribute to me, I'm saving for a house. I just want somewhere to live. Do you know what I mean? That's where Bro. the money's going. These men, they have a palace. What are you contributing towards? Like, how much do they need? Like, is there not a limit? Is then Monzo pot not full? I don't understand. Literally, max cap. <laughs> Anyways, it's 1991, and Casey says after our man has died, she moved in with a father who was out of control. Um, he was on all sorts of drugs, and he would wake her up in the morning with a gun. Mate, every like sis, what we and this and is what I was gonna say and say I can see if you're possessed. This was gonna say like her mum. Why was her, why did obviously at this point she's an adult, but before that, why did her mum let her go back on weekends and visit? I mean, they had a lot of power. So I if guess. they wanted to see Casey, this little woman with no money and no pedigree is not going to stop me from seeing my daughter. Yeah. So and maybe at that age she also doesn't realize how shit of a person. I mean, but she does because she finds the ball of cocaine, doesn't she? And the pearly yeah, words. yeah. Anyway. So she stays with him for a few months because he was just not doing well. And then eventually she moves. Um, And I hope to dear God, she used that 250K for something good, like decent. Um, Because it's a bit mad now that her granddad's dead, that's all she's gonna get. Yeah. That's crazy. That's why she has to do this and pray that they make movies out of it so she can get the money up. All right. So Casey says that she went to a therapist after this and she started to remember things she'd suppressed. So at one party, her dad asks her to hold a phone book to the side of her head and then he shoots. And then she literally runs to like a closet and just hides for the rest of the day. Like, can you imagine? Like, and home is supposed to be safe. Like home is supposed to be safe. Like home is supposed to be where you go and then the world has been shit, but you know you can come back here and everything's fine. Right, but... So she starts to remember being choked and sexually abused by her dad. Um, and basically she goes to her mom to verify, like, did this actually happen? And her mom mm. is like, yeah, like it did happen. Which is just, again, wild. It's sad. It's unfortunate. And this is why sometimes all that glitters isn't gold. Like you marry someone who's rich and powerful or from a rich and powerful family. And you think, yeah, like we're going to have a great life. But so inside there's... Seven different and it's types like I get crazy. like you know you don't always have to choose like there should be the chance to be rich and happy and fulfilled yeah but like yeah. I, honestly like this kind of life this what they were living behind the scenes is not worth the money that they have like no. you have to think of it like if somebody paid you however much that family had would you then endure the things that Casey's been through absolutely not no. it's not worth it no not in any different any shape or form yeah. So, um, Julian died five years after his dad, um, which is like, just rest. It's not, the evil you've actually done is enough. Like, actually just rest. Um, and I wasn't really surprised. Like, if he was only given 500,000, at the rate in which he was living, he probably went through that in yeah. two weeks. Quickly. So, he probably died in penury, if I'm being quite frank. Um, we're back to Courtney now, because that's how this documentary is. It's just jumpy. Yeah. From one timeline to another. But to they're trying one... to, they're, I think what they're trying to do is like show like, line. oh, see, look at the similarities. But I just, yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. it should have, I don't know. I just don't think it should have been. Like this documentary about the family should have come out ages ago when people started to know about it. And then there should have been a separate documentary about, about Army. Army and his nonsense and his crimes rather. Yeah. And then it's like, if you want to reference that other documentary, then fine, do that. But trying yeah. to conflate them into one documentary, I think that is what I have an issue with. But hey-ho, who am I? I'm just a girl on the internet. So she speaks to Army's girlfriend, Paige, and they realise that they had a mirror image relationship. They went to the same... Mm-hmm. He took them to the same hotels, called them the same no, names. Motel. It was the same pattern. You're, well, a, you're a millionaire. You're taking me to a motel. Bro, but it's Hotel, all that, motel, oh, holiday be... inn. <laughs> it's all that let's be quirky in the desert shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here for it. Take me to Paris. Well, not Atom. Paris because I'm not. Take me to the Maldives. Like, if you've got that kind of money, take me to the Maldives. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So it's everything is a mirror image, you know. And he took her. To, so he took Paige to meet his mum really quickly as well. It's just weird. He's a weirdo. His mum's a weirdo. How many babes are you gonna meet? Like, it's all yeah, weird. Yeah, honestly, it's like 
one I don't know like maybe it's different because Ami's her son so she doesn't see the evil in him but like knowing his dad knowing his granddad like would you not just tell the girl girl <laughs> yeah run now or run later but run at some point literally run but some of these mums don't think their sons can do that's not a uniquely Anything. African trope like a lot of these mums don't see yeah yeah so the documentary is kind of like nearing its end we like army does that thing that celebs do where to kind of make it's a PR thing in it yeah PR oh, I'm gonna go to rehab and sort out all my issues then he gets a new PR rep- like um new PR representation which I don't know why they blurred out the name like because they showed he, it then first of all the blurring was inadequate you could still see it mm-hmm. and then a couple of scenes later they showed it on the magazine right? maybe they just didn't want to show his bio because it's his bio that they blurred but then also they showed his at later I said did someone did editing forget or Literally. is it that it was so weird it was very weird um so he goes to, to rehab and then like TMZ run this story about how some of the rape allegations are a lie and uh, Gloria Aldridge's like why did they run that yeah when exactly I never I, that had never that judgment had never been made and then because of that he then checks out of rehab because obviously the court of public opinion is changing changed. and suddenly he's like delivered from all his <laughs> sins Mate. Um, and this is all bef- the week before that movie comes out um, Death on the Nile that he's in Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like creating a buzz about the movie as well. It's kind of like this drama between, I don't know if you've ever ventured to that side of TikTok, but Harry Styles, Olivia um, Wilde. And no, I've seen something about, I've seen those two names in the same tweet, but I've Shia, Shia LaBeouf, on. yeah. No, what's happening all with this, that? There's all this drama You're about really Shia. Harry Styles fanboy, what? Anyway. No, 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 stop it, stuff it. Do you know what? Go I think ahead. it's peer pressure. Oh, Harry. <laughs> um, basically, Shia LaBeouf was meant to be in this movie that just came out that Olivia Wilde is acting in and producing. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, he that like Shia is like not like all together with it. So okay, she kicks him off the cast. Mm-hmm. Also, the story breaks that she did, which is ex- not expected, but it's happened a few times with him. Mm-hmm. And then it it kind of comes out as if like oh he wasn't acting right, so she kicked him off. Okay. And then he posts this video of her basically, and she replaces him with Harry Styles, okay. who she's dating, who's like 10 years younger than her. Okay. And then, like, she, this video basically comes out of her begging Shia LaBeouf, like, to come back and say, let's work this out, and like slating the other babe that's in the movie. I've forgotten her name. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just like, yeah, you're bad vibes. Okay, and oh, Olivia's bad vibes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then everyone's like, can Harry Styles even ha- act? Like, we know he can sing and wear and Oh, so clothes. Harry's just collateral damage. But, bro, so it's just, it's just all this mess, and they've been trolling, like, Olivia. Nice, like, crazy. So has, is the movie out then, or no? Yes, it's out. So now I actually want to watch it. <laughs> See, and that's what they want. <laughs> Literally, that's that PR. Um, and I actually wanted to watch Death and Now, but like I said, I didn't know all of this stuff was going. I just wanted to watch it because I saw there was someone in it that I was like, oh, well, I'd watch anything they're in. I can't remember who it was. And it looked good, but I never watched it. And now I'm not going to go and like give him any more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here goes Julia again. <laughs> I'm not really going to talk a lot about this, but I just felt like saying this because she's really annoying. And she's saying that she does this art stuff about the victims, but it's not. It's just about her and her ego. It is really weird because it is very much like you're basically trying to show off your art. Like, do you go on to describe it? I don't know if you even. It's like a screenshot of like of a story that she posts, and then Army like replies to it or something, and it's something to imply that he basically all the things he's been accused of is something to kind of co-sign that, and it's like that. It's put on like a imagine like a uh, okay, you know when you're on the underground, yeah, Mm. and you have those like um. Um, adverts on the escalators and before they were like paper adverts in a frame but now they're kind of like a screen yeah it was like that and so the screenshot was on something like that and that was the art I was gonna say you should have just said it was like a Hogwarts picture you know I don't understand those references I know I always forget because like yeah remember Uh, okay so yeah yeah, it was just annoying her centered it does come across very like Julia like this this is not pregnant i'm surprised that they didn't say follow me on whatever her eye is at the end (laughs) but i think this is just to reiterate that a lot of the victims just didn't want to be part of this documentary because why she was even part of it i don't understand yeah i don't i don't understand understand, bitch i don't understand i don't understand bitch i don't understand is this she only says one thing this um documentary that i'm like yeah okay i understand that it needed to be said but we're not there yet 
Or are we? I don't know. You wouldn't have written it. You better it. say it because I, I have like two lines more. So, <laughs> so basically, Julia says this thing where she says, Cancel culture is on people's tongues way more than rape culture. And rape culture is a much bigger issue. And cancel culture wouldn't exist if rape culture wasn't such a big issue. And I agree with her, but she's I not like, she, she wasn't a, her, her lower third was not social commentator like yeah so. the, me- the messenger it was good message wrong messenger yeah but, um, yeah no i agreed with that and i was like um can i mean cancer culture is more than than rape culture you know if someone says something bad or whatever fine but like it's very intertwined and it's like we're more concerned about the fact that he's getting cancelled when we should just be concerned about the fact that he's raping people because if he wasn't raping people he wouldn't, he wouldn't be getting cancelled his yeah. movies would still be flopping as I, I i suspect but yeah. it wouldn't be because he's been quote-unquote cancelled and i yeah. honestly don't believe you can cancel anyone like you can decide you don't want to partake in what this person does or what they put out. That's fine. But like, give it enough time. Let the earth go around. Let the earth go around the sun a couple of times and everyone's going to be. Well, there's a certain trans- singer that his name would r- rhyme with Q Welly. I think he's been cancelled. Hugh Welly. What would you just say? <laughs> Do you know what? That's a flipping. He's a trigger all on his own. Yeah, no, you're right. No, yeah, he's, he then triggers also, me, and I'm not a victim. He, he's in jail, so like, what is he? What music is he going to make from there? I guess. But I do think there is sort of a. I mean, and it could just be is in your own person. I'm sure there are people out there who are still like. Yeah, yeah, there are aunties that will never let him go. Music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but like in my general circle, um, and the people that I'm around. I don't really no. see him listening or referencing or anything like that, but that doesn't mean that he's cancelled. Like people are still going to listen to his music. I guess we are still going to step in the name of love yeah. <laughs> at at their did weddings. You, did you see the whole Tiffany Haddish thing? Speaking of weirdos, do steps. you know what? Do you, um, you, do you know? know what? I'm I'm so happy this has come out because she's when a she flipping weirdo. Clubhouse, like yes. Listen, I've from been waiting for her down I've, I literally said I've been waiting and do you know what it's so unfortunate that Common dated her because my sister and I were like I've always loved Common like I've always felt that he was I just didn't a- understand but then that had me looking at Common sideways I was like exactly where is your quality control exactly exactly I thought you were this kind of guy but really yeah. you're, you're not absolutely not yeah I but hope like, this is the end of t- her like, I don't want to ever see her about there was even a clip that came out of um, she was doing an interview with Marlon Wayans did you see mm. it no. basically saying like oh like how come you guys have like the Wayne's family? How come you guys have never cast me for any of your movies? Like you even put in in the in the script like the the person you're looking for like a Tiffany Haddish type, and I'm Tiffany Haddish. Like why wouldn't you hire me? And he basically said like you're immature and you're not funny. Not even that she's not funny. He basically said like you're immature. Like he was like you just do the most. Like you're just doing the most. It's not every good. day. Like huh? That's a good. Yeah, that's what he said to her. Like in I'll send you the video if I can find it. In a roundabout way, and I was like Marlon Wayne's. You could see her face was just kind of like, oh shit, like because he was like, literally, he looked at her like, are you you really want to have this conversation now here? Okay, (laughs) and Marlon Wayne's telling you that you're immature. Like, I mean, I'm not saying he's immature. I don't know him. I guess the the roles that he has played in the past have been very like slapstick humor kind of thing. Yeah. As a family, as a production family, like them are not on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like their genre of movies, whatever. That's fine. That's but they do they do their shit. And but it. they do their shit yeah exactly so for them to be like listen you, you do too much because it has to be and he basically said she wasn't professional which yeah. it doesn't seem like she is yeah. and then they brought back that clip um of that time when she was on the red carpet and then the woman met gala with the fried white chicken and she was like oh i like your costume she's like it's not a costume darling it's a dress oh. it's it's custom dolce and i was like it's dolce and gabbana that you're really standing up for right now okay and she's like it's not a... and i remember seeing that and thinking like is it I don't me? see what the Am problem is because she's doing. I kept you, I kept reading up like pieces to see if I could understand what the problem was with that, and I just didn't get it because it's a costume. It's not. It's not like it's not like she was wearing like. Um, uh, Ashwe B or Ankara and they were like oh your costume and even then I could forgive someone for saying costume because to them like it's an out, it's a costume do you know what I mean they don't know that it's traditional wear yeah. but in this case it wasn't even that like it was some ugly Dolce Gabbana dress that you're wearing and you're just, you just you're just doing the most and this is why sometimes people don't take black causes seriously because you're trying did you see that woman that was like that video of Drew Barrymore dancing in the rain and she was talking about how oh my god it's, this it's is white oppression black women are. yeah I was like we have Bro, to stop. Like just, we actually have to stop. I was like, we have, we to, have stop. to stop because when there are real issues, they're not going to listen to us seriously. They'll come and say these these niggas again. These I was like, niggas Drew again. Is literally frolicking in the rain. It's a problem. 
literally just let her that's probably the only shower she's gonna get like let her live her life like like, mind your business why and you have to look within and think why does this bother me so much when people come out on the internet and start chatting like this yeah you have to look back and think what is it about this situation yeah that makes me like have a visceral i have to say something about this i have to say now yeah because most of the time it's not necessary it's not necessary and that in particular made no sense but yeah tiffany and even that airy spear guy that was chatting about lizzo i was just like listen you of all people yeah you need to shut the fuck up. I literally, sometimes it's just good to sit back. Your enemies will will be handled. Come, they'll destroy themselves. And then they apparently she said themselves. that the um, the genocide that's happening in Ethiopia, like, it's not real. She's like, I haven't seen any bodies or stuff. Just Who said that? Tiffany Haddish. But she's Ethiopian, isn't no, she's she? Eritrean, but that doesn't uh, matter. That doesn't matter. No, because it's what. No, the reason I'm saying that is, it's wild to. If I thought she was Ethiopian, but it's wild to yeah, say about your own people. people. Yeah. But like, I'm saying, not, oh, Biafra never happened because I never like, saw a body. Like, are you dumb? Like, I'm just like literally, like you said, yeah. From when she did that thing to the doctor on Clubhouse, I said I'm praying yeah. on her downfall. I've been. And praying. the thing is, honestly, I don't have to pray on her downfall. I don't have to wage prayers like that. But she did it to herself. Yeah. She did it to it. herself. If you leave snakes, they will bite themselves. Isn't there like some thing? Like some that? If there's not, I just made it up. Amen. If you leave snakes, they'll bite themselves. If you leave them, they will bite themselves. <laughs> I can't wait to sell snakes. that to my kids. Oh my God, they're going to hate If you leave snakes, me. they will do what? They will bite themselves. Bite themselves. So what did mommy tell you? <laughs> they'll come to your side. Oh, Auntie PD, mommy said if you leave snakes, they'll bite themselves. Don't worry. And then this is what happens. In 150 years, they'll say, and wise women once said, if you leave snakes, they'll they bite, will themselves. bite themselves. Not knowing I was the wise woman. You're the wise woman. Boy. <laughs> no, I'm going to start saying that. I'm yeah, not sure. Like, nobody else has ever said that. So that's my new thing. Same. If you leave snakes, I'm gonna tweet they'll it. bite themselves. I'm going to tweet you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but yeah, it's all sorts of messed up. I don't even know how we got here, but yeah um yeah. <laughs> so basically now we see oh we learned that army has super fans called charmies who attack and harass victims and you know what before like when i was like watching this i was like i don't even really know who this guy is so what super fans is he having but then exactly. i realized i don't think they're fans of armand Ham- hammer like him yeah i think they're fans of like the misogyny and rape culture and because he is like oh, the poster, he's like the poster boy, for, boy for that so they 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 whoa 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 i think i just had a brain malfunction they therefore <laughs> become fans of him i don't even think that they I, really you know, care for I his agree. work or who he is i agree with and i also think that sometimes this is what i was trying to say last episode but i, I think i misspoke i think that they're fans of the characters that people play yeah so they loved the social network that's their favorite movie he played the winkle was twins whatever he played yeah and they love that that character and like they look at him and they see that right mm. and then they just think oh, i'm gonna defend this man with my life like n- it's not about him as armand hammer yeah armand hammer i can't stop saying face. it because before i was saying armand like yeah, armand. Armand. armand now it's like armand 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 but this is why when people when i'm sorry to say this because i know we've got some white listeners but when white people laugh at like ethnic names it's actually funny to me because our names have are rich in meaning like if you ask me what my yeah, name means like all my stuff. names my name means something let's forget like the english name that my dad gave me when he was trying to assimilate Girl, um, i still can't believe it when you ask us what our names mean like when my grandpa named me that name like our names mean something they're rich they're but some of our names are blessings on their own yeah and like then every be, time they're calling you they're, say, they're, they're speaking life you, speaking life into your like life and then you people be calling your kids what did um Elon Musk call his kid A E X twelve or yeah yeah it said B equals um, what's it E equals M C squared <laughs> not Mariah <laughs> flipping um Nicholas Cage I think was it was that called his kid pilot inspector what are you speaking into your kid's life yeah but he'll that become they a pilot inspector inspect what, pilot. Do, okay. what don't you get ah oh, so sorry yo. my binu <laughs> don't be angry don't be annoyed. <laughs> oh my god so listen this is getting to the end now casey and courtney meet for the first time they talk about the abuse um and just needing to be open and talk about it and this was just not necessary um casey receives a letter from michael and she reads a bit on it i'll wrap it up for you quickly amen wrap it up then (laughs) the letter is basically calling her a liar and telling her that he'll sue her for all she's got which can't be much at this stage if she doesn't stop talking (laughs) 
And she's basically saying, I refuse to be silenced. And then we see her walking off on the beach. And it's weird that it ended with her because she's not one of Army's victims. Exactly. So and what this is, is what this I documentary mean. about? This is what I mean. Oh. Like, you should have just made the documentary you wanted to make and left the victims out of it. That should have been left done by out. someone who had the capacity to do it. Honestly. Honestly. Like, what is all this about? And also, I thought his name was Arnie Hammered. Ha- no, it's Army. Yeah, I clocked when I, I was editing the last episode. No, I said, wait. Did <laughs> I say I it? I edited the end to it, M. <laughs> did, I, did I say it on the last episode? You said Arnie a couple of times. Because in my head... to Army. Yeah, because in my head, it's like, first of all, Army is like, do you want to fight for the Royal Marines? Join the Air Force now or whatever. You know that, um, yeah. um, that Army advert you keep seeing that's like, oh, the make your life army. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Don't yeah, you see yeah. that advert? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So that's what I'm thinking when I think Army. And then I'm like, it must be Arnie because Arnold. And then it's like, oh, no, yeah. it's Armand. Like, what is going... Now it's Armand Hammer. Like, what is going yeah. is on? It, it's too much. It's too much. My brain is bending to a pretzel. Yeah, <sighs> it's crazy. Guys, that's us done. Um, okay, no, my, ver- my verdict. Um, obviously, watch it if you want, like, but... Yeah, yeah watch it if you want, but, like, we've saved we've, you time. We've saved you a lot of time. It's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've saved yeah. you a lot of time. I'm trying to make fetch trauma, happen. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, now it's time for... The real crime, I think, was the beard. Our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal, but we definitely consider to be a crime. Mine is Jatrami's. The name, the group... It's like Prince Charming. It's like literally the evil Prince Charming from Shrek. That's mate, what it's given. Mate. Can you imagine being bullied by the Charmies? Like, are you dumb? Are you all right? Is everything okay? Literally, it's, it's because it's okay. the internet. Come see me in real life. Come see, literally, come see me in real life. You ain't about that life. <laughs> come to my hood. Uh, have you got one? suburban area. Hood, you know. Yeah. Girl, bye. <laughs> um, my one is $250,000. Because if you convert that to pounds... That couldn't even really buy you a house. So Not that's, in London. That is crazy. It's a flat, maybe. You still I have to top like, it up. It, honestly, you do have and to And you wouldn't be up. in zone one. You'd be like in zone eight. Okay. I feel like if you're a millionaire and you're divvying up your will, leave people enough money to buy a property. Once you have one property yeah. that you can buy cash down, you're set good for like, you're yeah, on exactly. your way to being a millionaire on your own. Yeah, like, yeah. that's I've set you up. But you can't be leaving people money where they need to top it up and still maybe get a mortgage to buy a when house. When you have the means. When, when you, you have, have the, such nah. means. It's crazy. Nah. I guess it's because Casey was supposed to marry a rich socialite from the opposing family or whatever. Uh, yeah, she, maybe, yeah. And she flopped. She, she fumbled her bag. She fumbled her bag. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I say all this to say, I don't know, man. I'm not working for my grandkids. I'm working for me. So <laughs> I mean, y'all, I y'all to live a little. You know, <laughs> y'all are gonna uh, work like I did. No, girl. You know, if you leave, what's it? If you leave a snake, <laughs> if you leave snakes, they'll bite. They'll bite themselves. <laughs> and that's on period. <laughs> <laughs> that is on motherfucking period. Um, I just clocked. We haven't discussed what we're doing next. Yeah, I was going to ask you. It's going to be a surprise. I'll put a trailer of something at the end and then uh, take it from the photos on Twitter or Instagram and then we'll put down what we're doing if you want to watch it before. I know some people like to do that. Um, But in the meantime, between time, find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Two Girls, One Doc, um, and then on TikTok, Two Girls, One Doc podcast. Um, We've been getting some reviews, which is nice. So if you're still here at this point, send us a review. You can email us, you can tweet us, whatever. Just let us know what you think about the podcast, good or bad. But I can't imagine it'd be bad. You guys have taste. Do um, people not email anymore? I feel like I, I just don't get emails. No, I got an email the other day. Okay. About a suggestion, yeah. Um, you oh, can send yeah, suggestions we did. Yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, we you can send suggestions as well. Um, share this with someone. Share this with many people. If you liked it, they might like it too. Uh, mm-hmm. And it just means that then more people are listening and their lives are just better you know and please do not call your kid armand doesn't matter oh, what your surname is just don't but then i'm like is that even their real surname or did you just decide that hammer was going to be the surname i don't get that no oh yeah right yeah so you know because what if your surname's like cock like you know french people look cock oh yeah like so chicken. armand cock yeah, um, that and is, co- oh that is a misfortunate name. But that's what I'm saying. Say, for example, you change your name now. Say you change your surname to Babbage, yeah, with a hyphen, yeah. Enough generations. Beauty Banana Beauty Bad Bitch. Enough generations down the line, that would just be the surname Babbage. And it wouldn't be like, oh, my, my great 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 grandma changed it. It would just yeah. be that that's just the name. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Get 
gives me a thought. Yeah. Anyway, thanks guys for listening. We appreciate you and we're glad you enjoy it. Um, and we're going to go now. All right, then. I'm going to put a documentary that we're doing next. We're going to discuss that real quick right now. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll see you next. Oh, this next not there's not going to be an episode on Sunday. The next episode is out on the 18th, just so we're clear. So, you know. But, of course, you can always go back to other ones if you miss our beautiful voices. Okay. All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. We were ordinary women trying to save women's lives, but we were criminals. We were felons. For most of the nation, in 72, abortion was illegal. We had to go underground. The woman would be given the address to the front. It was probably obvious to neighbors what was going on. We came to the surface from other things, the anti-war movement, the civil rights movement. You couldn't not pay attention to what was going on. Fetal death is murder. You could not work as a pregnant woman. If you weren't married, you were out of luck. They were terrible situations. The septic abortion word was full every day. Women did awful things. They were literally dying because they were women. So we thought we can be of use. I said, we could use my phone, but change it so that they don't ask for Eleanor. How about Jane? Nobody's called Jane anymore. We had the phone numbers on bulletin boards around Chicago. Pregnant called Jane. The clientele included daughters, wives, mistresses of police, state's attorney, judges. It dawned on me how big an issue this was. Jane was an outrageous undertaking by a lot of smart women. I was not there to pass judgment. I knew there were women like me. Under the radar of the Chicago Mafia and police department. We were all being watched. The phone rings. A man says, we know where you are. There were 11 counts of conspiracy to commit abortion. 110 years for each of us. So that's a long time. That might have ended Jane right then and there. I couldn't see myself sitting on the sidelines. We were building a new world, one woman at a time. Sometimes you have to stand up to illegitimate authority. And sometimes they're unjust laws that need to be challenged. Yeah.